What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Uproot Yourself podcast. I am your host, Emily. If you guys are new here, welcome. Thank you for taking the time to click on this podcast. Um, In this podcast, I just love to talk about self-growth, business, how we can, you know, grow to be better humans, how we can optimize our life. And I love talking about manifestation as well. I've still to this day don't have a written out introduction because I just felt like I was forcing it, but I do want to um, let you guys know what it's about because I have to remember that a lot of people that click on might not know. So anyway, there it is in a nutshell. If you're looking for self-improvement, inspiration, and talk about manifestation, then you are in the right place. Um, so I've been, man, I feel like I haven't caught up with you guys in a minute, but my nephew came into town this past weekend with my brother and his wife and he is turning one, uh, mid November. So he is just so fun right now. You guys, he, I, I just want to cry when I'm around him because he's so cute. He's so fun. And it just brings a little light to my life. And they stayed over at our house. So I got to like, wake up with him and see him in the morning. And he's so cute in the mornings. And just to be with him throughout the full day and just see how he does things. (laughs) It was just epic. So I don't always get to see them. They live pretty far away. But when I do get to I I'm just overjoyed. And let's see, before that, the weekend or the week before that, we were in Glenwood Springs. If you guys don't know Glenwood Springs, it's a hot spot in Colorado where people go to soak in the hot springs, the sulfur springs. Um, And we stayed at a little Airbnb in town. We brought the dogs. They had a nice little fenced in yard. So that was really cute. I love staying in Airbnbs where I can walk into town or just walk somewhere. Um, it, that's crucial. Like I have to be able to just walk out of the house and go. Um, of course I love staying in like remote places too and cabins, but for the most part, I really do love just going on walks in random places. It like feeds my soul and I just put, you know, a headphone in and listen to a podcast or just music and, or I just, just zone out and go take pictures. I don't know. That's just what I like to do on vacation, but that was really fun. I have another vacation coming up. I'm actually going out to Sedona, Arizona to meet up with Lauren, my last, my girl, you've heard her. She's been on my podcast three or four times. She comes on once a month, but yeah, I'm going out there to meet with her and to just have a blast in Sedona, eat good food, go on hikes, check out the what are they called? They're like those energy vortexes, right? Isn't that what it is? There's like crazy energy there. I don't know. I know they host like yoga retreats and stuff there because it is, I don't know, because of the energy vortexes. I don't know, you guys. I sound so stupid right now. Anyway, let's move on to what I wanted to chat about. So I had heard, um, I can't remember his name, but I do remember his book, I heard him on a podcast recently and I thought this was so cool because it it always remi- it reminded me of talking about our future self. So he, his book is called 20 what was it called? Oh my god. 10x is easier than 2x. 
So instead of doubling your business, 10x is actually easier. And I know that sounds crazy, but how he described it is if you only double your business, you're actually not changing that much as a person, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you're not changing that much. Like eventually you're, you'll get there if you stay at least 80% the same and keep doing things 80% the same. If you shoot for 10xing your business, you have to completely change who you are. You have to change your daily routines. You have to change your um, your systems. You have to change your habits, all of that. And I really like that because we really, we're not going to get anywhere um, if we don't change ourselves, you guys. And I came up with this recently where I'm like, what would, <laughs> what would future self do? I can't think of WWFSD. What would future self do? Like, what would Jesus do? You know, like, No, but what would our future self do? Would they wake up early? Probably. Would they read more? Probably. Would they spend time educating themselves? Probably. Would they eat that donut if they're trying to lose weight? Probably not. Okay. Things like that. What would future self do? So I've been asking myself that more often and I love it because when I see myself going down the rabbit hole of, you know, bad habits and I see myself just repeating these bad habits, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, is this what future self would do? Because our life is going to stay the exact same if we don't make these changes. So another, it was another girl I heard her. She was, it was the interviewee. I can't remember this freaking podcast because I just came across it and I clicked on it. Um, but she was saying that before, you know, she became really successful with her coaching business, she would, uh, do her hair and makeup, um, just in case she wanted to make content on the whim, she would wear heels in her house because she knew that that's what her future self would be doing. She wore heels when she was on the computer in meetings, talking to people. And I just really like that because we, we expect things to just kind of like happen, right? We expect like, oh, if I just keep working this way for a while, some opportunities are going to come, things are going to change, things are going to get better, somehow I'm going to make more money. But that's not the case, you guys. You cannot change your life if you don't change who you are. I'm not telling you to change your personality. I'm telling you to change your daily habits, how your perspective on money, your perspective on business, your perspective on life. You have to be able to endure a little bit more discomfort in order to get those gains, right? In order to make more money and 10x your income. Like it's just it's just the facts. So I know a big reason why people struggle to like get anything done or to, you know, achieve their goals is their freaking little phone they have in their hand every day. You guys check your screen time. How often are you on your phone? Do you grab it right when you wake up? Do you have to grab it in every like 
moment of your life that you like have a moment or you like you have a moment to yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to take your phone to the bathroom with you. You don't have to take your phone out the second like there's silence in the room or if you're walking outside, you don't have to have your phone on you. These things are distracting and you're taking away from your creative time because in those times of solitude and in those times of silence, that is when the creative juices start flowing. That's when you give your mind the time to actually think and to go over things and reflect. And those are the moments you should take advantage of. And instead, you hop on your phone, you open up Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever, and you start scrolling and looking at other people's lives. This is the biggest waste of time, you guys. It's the biggest waste of time. And I know you've heard me talk about it before with social media, but if you're an entrepreneur and you're a business owner, we don't have time to consume content and it doesn't do us good anyway. It makes you feel like shit. You sit there comparing yourself. It's not normal to watch a funny video of a dog for two seconds and then the next video you're crying or you're stressed or there's fear and then the next video it's something funny again and then the next one someone's cheating on so and so and then this. It is not normal. It's not normal for our minds to consume that much. So I want you to think of your your energy and your thoughts. Think of it as um, like a, what was that one analogy I heard? It was like you're either um, investing your thoughts and your time or you're spending it. So like money, you're either investing your money or you're spending it. So think of that with your thoughts. Are you investing your thoughts and your energy when you're scrolling, when you're doom scrolling? No, you're just spending your energy and your thoughts. So think of ways you can invest it. Meditate, sit in silence and brainstorm, be creative. Find out new ways you can create new systems where you can spend more time with your family or have more free time to do hobbies you love. Take that time to brainstorm new ways to make money or learn new ways to make money. Read books to educate yourself to be better. Now, you don't have to do this all the time, but I really believe that we should be reading at least 30 minutes a day so that we can constantly be like constantly expanding our knowledge. I think that's very important. We have to use our brains or we lose it, right? Use it or lose it. So that's one thing I want you guys to focus on. Instead of doom scrolling and looking at everyone else's life, which is a complete waste of time, it's a complete waste of our existence. So I want you to kind of tone it back. Give yourself a limit if you must do it. You can have like the end of the night, whatever, do 30 minutes, but don't do it right before bed because that's what you're feeding your subconscious mind right before you go to sleep. And that's not good either. You want to feed your subconscious mind good things, positive affirmations. You want to calm it down, meditate, think about uh, things you want to manifest in, in your life. Those are the things you want to think about before bed. So if you're going to do that, do it before you do your like night routine of like healing and training your subconscious. That's something I should totally get into on another episode about 
like a nighttime routine, let me know if you guys would be interested in that. Shoot me a DM because I have no other way of contacting you guys other than through Instagram at Uproot Yourself. So shoot me a DM if you if that sounds like something you're interested in. Um, so yeah, that's the first order of business. Put down the phone, you guys. Put down the freaking phone and start feeding your mind and investing in your the things that you consume, okay? Another little gem that I heard the other day from Ed Milet, and I've heard it before, and every time I see that video, I get like so pumped up. And he's like, stop like thinking that your dreams and your goals are so far away because then you will act according accordingly to that. So if you're always acting like your dreams are so far away, that's how you're going to continue to act. If you act like your dreams are right around the corner, then if you're just one person away, one event away, one yes away, one something away from your dreams becoming your reality. So start acting like it's going to happen a lot sooner than later because then it'll always be at like, you know, an arm's length. It will always be so far away if that's if that's what you keep thinking. I really love that. I don't know. Sometimes I like look back and I like I get hard on myself sometimes like with how I used to live my life. And so that fear alone of like being the same like motivates me to be better every day. That's like my biggest fear is that from last year, nothing has changed. I haven't learned anything new. I haven't done anything new. I haven't made more money. Like I want to constantly be growing because I don't, I don't want to live this way for much longer. Like not that I love my life. It's great, but I want to live a certain way and I want to be able to do whatever I want when I want. And for the most part I can, but with limitations, with me being in the treatment room, with me, um, and I just don't want to have to be anywhere. I don't want to have to do anything in order to make a good living. That sounded really weird. Like I don't want to have to do anything. I love working. I will always work. I will always be doing something with my businesses. Um, but I want the freedom to just drop everything and go when I want. So what do I have to do to get there? Well, I have to stop acting how I've been acting the last few years because that's just going to get me the same results. I have to think differently than I used to think or else I'm going to get the same results. So what do we do? We have to learn more, right? We have to learn from the best. We have to whether that's pay for coaching or pay for a course, like you guys, I've invested thousands of dollars in courses and I've never once regretted it because a, I've always vetted the people, right? Like I don't buy just from anyone. I vet them for a pretty long time. There's this one girl that I vetted for, not vetted, but I followed her for, oh my gosh, how long have I followed her for? Almost a year before I even bought her course because I just, I don't know, it takes time for me, but in that time, I probably wasted a bit of time because I could have been so much further ahead had I invested in it invested in it sooner. I truly believe like if we want to get ahead, we do have to kind of pay for it sometimes so that we can, you know, accelerate a bit quicker. If we're trying to just like pick little gems here and there from the internet and try to just scrape by for free, 
what does that get in you in return? You know what I mean? Like if you try to like learn everything yourself or do everything yourself, you're never going to get there because that's so time consuming. So we have to learn to delegate. We have to, you know, invest in these courses sometimes. And I'm, oh man, I'm always so happy I did because I learn like little gems and then I'm like, damn, I just, I love learning about self-growth and entrepreneurship because it's just, it just feels good. It feels good to help people. It feels good to learn and, you know, it helps my confidence too. I know this episode is kind of all over the place per usual, but I wanted to also chat about this new book I'm reading. Um, it's called Psycho Cybernetics. It's the updated version, which was updated in 2000. Uh, I f- think the first one was written in 1960 by Maxwell Maltz. And then I can't remember who, some Bobby or s- someone rewrote or updated it. Um, for the modern age, which t- the year 2000 is so far behind the year 2023, but I'm still getting so much from it. I love reading older books too, because it's cool to see how like relevant it, everything still is because we're all human. We're, we've just been doing the same shit for so long and there's always something to learn even from people from the 20s, you know, like I love it. Anyway, psycho-cybernetics is all about self-concept. So they talk about how, um, what was one example? It was this one girl, she was a real estate agent and she really loved her job, right? But she always had a hard time with numbers. Her brothers were like mathematicians. They were really smart and she had said her whole life that she just was never good with numbers. She wasn't good with math. But that those that comment and that like self-concept stayed with her up until she was a real estate agent and people would ask her about the interest rates and this and that. And she would stumble on her words because in her mind, she saw herself as not being good with numbers. So she just held on to that. When in reality, we can learn anything, you guys, but you have to change what you say about yourself first. You cannot keep holding on to that, like, oh, I'm not good with numbers. Oh, I'm not good with speak, like public speaking. Oh, I'm not good with this. You can't keep saying that if you want to grow. And so I kind of reflected and I was like, man, what do I always say I'm not good with? Well, I've always said, like, not always, but. I've had it in my mind that I'm not very smart and I'm not good at teaching and I've always like been below everyone and I obviously have to get over that shit and so I wrote all the things down that I thought about myself and then I crossed them out and so now I'm having to like retrain my brain and be like no, you are really smart. Um, I created a t-shirt business blueprint and I've had so many people write me and say how helpful it was and how easy it was to follow. And I'm like, wow, I am good at teaching people. I can do this. I can. So yeah, you have to go back in and retrain your mind with positive affirmations. And what I liked is in the book, he said that 
the second you hear yourself saying like, like she said, she's not good with numbers. You say no, or you say cancel or something that's like abrupt, right? So I've been saying no, I am smart with numbers or whatever my thing is, right? And then reaffirm that and reaffirm that. And you have to constantly do it until you finally stop with those like negative self-concepts. Um, he also is talking about like in the book, they, they also talk about like plastic surgery and how like somebody will have this idea of themselves their whole life that they're not good enough because of their nose or because of, um, just a certain physical attribute. And the second they go get their nose job or, uh, whatever implants or this or that, their whole self-concept changes and they like instantly go become successful. And they're like, that was the only thing holding me back. And because they thought that it, it was true for them. And so then they didn't feel blocked anymore. But what the book does is it, he wants to teach you how to do that without having to get plastic surgery and go do you if you want to get a nose job. I've thought about doing it. Okay. (laughs) But, um, go do you, but you don't have to do those things in order to change your self-concept. And that's the point of it. So I highly recommend that book. I'm really, really, really enjoying it. I got it off thriftbooks.com and it's, like I said, the 2000 version. It'll say like Psycho Cybernetics 2000. Um, or you can get the old version. I'm kind of curious. I want to read the old version too because I want to see what he talks about. But yeah, it's really cool, you guys. Self-concept is everything and it, it it can hold you back and it can propel you forward. You can be completely de- delusional and think you're the hottest shit in the world and you will be because you think that way. Not in like an egotistical way, but if you think you're really smart and you think you're really adaptable and you think you're resilient and you're a go-getter, then you're probably going to fucking go for it and you're probably going to be going to be successful because you don't have any self restrictions you don't have any self limiting beliefs so it's very important so my homework for you guys is to start catching yourself when you say oh i'm not good with that oh i'm not a numbers person oh that's not for me that's for them no say no i am smart I am capable. I am good with numbers. I am a healthy person. I am a go-getter. I am hardworking. I'm not lazy. No, I'm dedicated. I'm hardworking. Like start replacing those with positive affirmations and do it every day. If you have to write them on your mirror in your bathroom on a sticky note, do it. Do it up, you guys. Anyway, I have a client that's going to be here in eight minutes, so I got to go. I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful and blessed day, and I will talk to you in the next episode.